are you doing? I'm okay. I don't believe that. I'm still fucking sad about my cat. Oh, like, you can totally be sad about your, and you don't have to be a defensive about it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it was just like one of those, like. I didn't make her old. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I want no, one of those I just, things. I had no idea it was going to affect me like this. Like, I have cried or choked back crying every single day. 17 years, girl. 17 years of your life, bitch. That's a long time. And I got her ashes the other day. That was fun. Oh, you're really bringing down the party. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Lucy Wack. Hager. We got Maxwell Esposito. Hello. And coming up in the not so distant future, we're going to have Dixie Lynn Cartwright, who is a drag queen out of Chicago. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, hi, guys. Hi. How are we? Um, I'm okay. good. <laughs> good, good. We're, good. <laughs> we're all good. Good's all around. I feel sick as fuck, y'all. Like, okay. I'm like so irritated right now. Not in a sexy kind of way? No. Actually, can I tell you a real quick story? Um, yeah. <laughs> you're going to anyway, so. Um, <laughs> I, I am. You're right. Uh, I was like sick on what was it i think it was like saturday or sunday i was sick and i had no business being out but i was downtown at a meeting uh with these very heterosexual people who were trying to get me to host a three-hour event for 75 dollars for oh, no. um like this straight like matchmaky type evening and the whole time they're telling me this they're like, oh, it'd be so funny if, like, you know, you fucking fell or and your hair fell off. Oh, it'd be really, you know, it'd be really funny if you. And I was like, have, have you guys ever spoken to a drag queen before? Because um, you're being really offensive. <laughs> it's like none of this stuff would ever happen, and especially not for seventy-five dollars. So well, I was. Please, if all the money in your bank account fell into my bank account, <laughs> would that be really funny? You know, when you're sitting in between two heterosexual men who have no idea and don't respect the fact that uh, 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 of the job that you do, um, and, and don't really like research. I don't know, an appropriate uh, booking for, for even a not famous drag queen, let I alone you as a clown. let alone a Silver Lake icon, mind you. So mm. <laughs> I was super sick and feeling really mad about that situation. So I get on the grinder as one does. And uh, I totally gave a boy a cold on purpose. <laughs> I, was like, I totally went to his house. Like that's how you lash out at straight people. <laughs> you like bring down your community. I go and give a gay boy a chest cold. I feel so terrible. I've done that before. <laughs> but sometimes when when you're feeling underappreciated, all you want to do is get your dick sucked. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, your misery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'm here for it. Oh, I felt so bad. And so to that nice young man, I do apologize if you feel terrible because I get it. Um, hi, Maxwell. Hello. How are you? Um, I'm good. I think I said that earlier. Yeah, but now is anything interesting happening mm. in your life? What is going on in my life? Um, we did another millennial moment. Oh that was really God. good. That's a thing that continues to happen. It does. Are people uh, talking? Lucy, have you checked out? A mo- I'm going to say assume now. Um, but have you seen a millennial moment with Maxwell Esposito? I actually have been watching him. Oh, oh. have you been learning? No. <laughs> Perfect. But like, but... what about that one about avocado toast? I feel like that was so intellectual. Oh, I should probably catch up then. I've seen like the first two, I think. Um, and, and girl, I'll send you the uh, longer ones too because we do. A, no, we, no, it's okay. We do. We do no, three. It's good. We do three minute ones that live on our Patreon that people can go and uh, watch for just a couple of extra dollars. So you know, just go to the Patreon if you so want to. So minute isn't enough for you. If you want to pay to get dumber. Yeah. If you want to pay to be... Don't say it that way. uh, I really am inspiring. I taught people how to work out this week. (laughs) You did. You told people that working out is good because it makes Instagrammable moments. (laughs) Yeah. And you look glistening while you do it. She said you can dress slutty and no one can be mean to you about it because you're working out. That's the kind of shit you learn on the Millennial Mama with Maxwell. I feel all of those things only about cooking. (laughs) See? There you go. really great Instagram moments of the things I make and I can dress as slutty as I want and nobody's going to say anything. Like, oh, I'm taking uh, notes. I'll do like, one on that too. Jim, for you guys, it's like cooking for me. A millennial moment on cooking. Hi, Dahlia. Um, uh, Lucy, how are you feeling, girl? I'm all right. Um, You've been a little emotional lately. And yeah, I just want to yeah, make I sure. I'm just going to tell the listeners, uh, two weeks ago, on, on the day we had the top, you know, three or four of season nine, I had to put my cat of 17 years to sleep. So if yeah. I seemed at all quiet, um, it was that, not just that Tony talks too much. Yeah. It's, so... Well... <laughs> Uh, I've okay. been a bit depressed. All right. I've been a bit depressed. And I'm going to take it out on Tony because it makes me feel better. But other Check than date. that, I've actually been dealing with it with um, instead of eating like I was afraid I was going to do because, again, back to food, uh, I've been shopping for dusty balls. So I've been taking my, my feelings out through uh, shopping therapy. And I went ahead and ordered some shirts from Asia. All in the same size. And let me tell you, apparently in Asia, the same size doesn't mean it's going to be the same size. Oh, yeah. No, they're complete. No, listen, I get. No, no, I buy shoes from. Listen, well, first of all, thank you for stimulating our economy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All my shoes come from China and you never really know what's going to happen once you open that box. Um, Well, listen, I'm sad that Schmeh is dead. She was a lovely, grumpy cat. And I just, re- I just remembered how much she hated our good friend Jim, Jim Glaub and how much I was like, that cat sticking to its convictions. Um, <laughs> so listen, guys, we have a guest. Now, I have kind of been pretty vocal about the fact that I don't think that drag queens are necessarily funny anymore. Um, but in regards to our guest that's coming on here, that is not the case. She is actually still a very funny drag queen. And listen... She's over there trying to act all coy right now, but when a when a when a compliment about a drag queen comes out of my mouth, you better take it because uh, it don't happen that often. Let's introduce Chicago's very own Dixie Lynn Cartwright, everybody. Oh hi! Listen to all my fans. <laughs> Guys, stop it! You're embarrassing. Yes, they are rockasy. Your your fans. Hi, Dixie. You really actually put a lot of pressure on me. 
I did. Yeah, that was quite an intro, girl. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, well, now listen. Deliver, or other, otherwise everyone's gonna judge you. Well, listen. I've I have kind to of think been... of all my dick jokes. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of been watching you uh, for a long time via internet because I'm not sure if we've actually ever met in life. Have we ever met in life? Uh, I hope not. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah. There were no, a couple of times so. that you invited her to come on the show and gave her wrong dates. Oh. And showed up at my house one time for it on the wrong I did day. come to your house. Um, oh. You had a, a really old cat when I was there. What happened to her? <laughs> <laughs> I had her killed. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I just wanted to see where we were with that. So how long okay. have you been doing drag, Dixie? Is it Now, is it Dixie Lynn or is it Dixie? Um, it's Dixie. I don't give a shit. It's whatever you want to call it. Um, she started like five or six years ago as part of like this Chicago gay men's chorus, like live singing show. Um, it's like just am it's 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 what you expect it to be. Um, but then yeah, I started working at Sidetrack a few years ago. Sidetrack is my that's my hometown. That's my bread and butter. Well, girl. you know, that's interesting because Maxwell and I were discussing this because Sidetrack, when we were living in Chicago, was kind of a different thing. I don't think that they were necessarily yeah. drag phobic, but I don't think they were racing to have queens there because it was more of a bear bar and bears are not necessarily known for loving drag queens because, you know, they're hyper masculine and, and drag queens are not. I also feel like Sidetrack is very like musical theater crowd also well like, that's dixie right there. there but that was like but that's like on mondays but see but but what we've noticed watching from the internet because that's all we have to go on is that drag queens are kind of taking over and was that started when they did like the night of a thousand drag queens was that kind of how it all started to go so they did night of a hundred drag queens they did that for years and years and years and it was kind of like the owner's the owners weren't like huge drag fans. It was kind of their way to be like, here, you get your, your moment. Mm -hmm. And then um, when Spin shut down, RIP, um, it's a ramen shop now. I kind of know. Overpriced. Right? Yeah, you could still go down to the basement and do a bump, but you're going to have to do it with ramen. Um, no, so when that shut down, uh, Brian, like the, the DJ there, he came over to work for Sidetrack and he's like, listen, drag queens are a thing. You gotta make it happen. So we don't even do Night of 100 Drag Queens anymore. Oh, just, really? We constantly have fucking drag queens. And the thing is, is also, you guys don't necessarily do real girls, right? Like you're all local queens that, that kind of do that show. So real girls, that when they get cast, they, oh, they have, have to, to sign, sign their lives away to Roscoe's. Contract. Yeah. Yeah. So they can't do anything but Roscoe's for like two or three years. Oh, Roscoe's is like, I mean, I get it. That's good business, but also fuck you, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, it's fine. It's just, it, yeah, it just kind of sucked because like the Vixen was a huge sidetrack staple and she was there all the fucking time. She co hosted the last season with me. And then when she was on season 10, we were so excited. We were going to, like, have her for, like, a special night. And, like, Roscoe's was like, no. Well, they, <laughs> well, the thing is, too, those girls signed those contracts pretty quickly. They have time. She, But they, they wave a lot of money in your face 
and you've literally been on hiatus waiting for the show to start airing so it's not like you're making a shit ton of money so Roscoe's yeah. is like come here we'll give you this fucking advance so no I get it but but you guys are why did you just make Roscoe sound like a creepy old uncle come here <laughs> I mean I'm gonna give you this in advance <laughs> I have nothing but love for Roscoe's listen they fired me in 2002 and they made the right decision um, but you guys but you guys are thriving at uh, the, dra the drag scene is thriving at Sidetrack yeah we're actually doing really well I, we've started like amateur drag competitions um a la Roscoe's Drag Race. Um, <laughs> but we do, we, there's a lot of events where I'm there. Yeah. Um, and so I've kind of become like a staple of, of most of their events, which is pretty rare for sidetrack events. But um, I was on Yelp the other day. I wasn't searching my name, I promise. I was just searching <laughs> different spellings of my name. And I came across this review and it was like from an old bear and he was like, drag is everywhere and this uh, sidetrack is no different. They sold out to VH1 and Dixieland something or other has, has it wrapped around her little finger or she's in charge or whatever. And I was like, God damn it. Dixieland something or other is the best drag name. Because <laughs> Dixieland is so specific. It's like, oh, she's gotten really specific. Oh, she gave up. <laughs> That'd be the fucking best. Now, um, so, official name change. I'm, I'm announcing it here. And uh, I was talking about how I think that you are genuinely funny. And, I mean, you obviously have a theater background. You're obvious. What's your thespian number? Do you have a troop number? Mm, <laughs> do, yeah. do you remember what <laughs> thespian troop oh, yeah. I carried my like my paper identification card you through did. college oh, so like, you never know when you might need to say i'm an actor i've never wanted to gay bash anyone worse than right now i just wish i could <laughs> smack you in your gay face um thank god for the internet <laughs> <laughs> but but you're you right, keeping safe but you're super quick you're super like on like you can come up with quick shit so fast and now you have um it might be a little late to the party but you ventured onto youtube she's on the youtube tell people what you're doing on the youtube well i've i've been on youtube for a while i just kind of gave up for a while um because i just don't know how millennials work but i i have this little green screen and i thought so have you ever heard of the website fiverr Mm -mm. Ever no hmm. sounds okay. like you so Fiverr is where you pay someone like five bucks. It's like a starting thing, and then like they do whatever you need them to do, like graphic design or kill someone. <laughs> or in my case, like I make greeting cards, like video greetings. And last month I made five hundred dollars on Fiverr, and I make I just make ten to fifteen second videos. Anyway. Oh, you can get like, oh yeah, I've seen something like this. Like there are celebrities that will do shit like this too. Like, like, hey, yeah. William, happy birthday and shit like that. Oh yeah, no, you're <laughs> like, they, they send you a happy script birthday. and you're like, hi, Tina. Your friends wanted to wish you a happy birthday and now I'm doing it. Bye. Like it's all just really. And the, my favorite part about Fiverr is that people will send the most insane names without pronunciations and they'll be like, and I want this tonight. Thanks. Bye. Um, but no, anyway, so I was already doing that. So I thought I might as well do something for me. So yeah, I do advice with Dixie. So people will um, send in questions and then I very seriously take time, think about them 
and give my best advice. You know, I was watching the show and you offered some of the greatest advice I've ever, ever mm -hmm. heard uh, to a young person who uh, wanted to venture out into our profession of drag and uh, you just told them not to. Yeah, I said, don't do it. Thank you. Thank and, you for doing uh, that. I feel very strongly about that. I've been meaning to say that to you for a while, too, Tony. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. I didn't know how to bring it up. But now that you have... Um, I'm going to quit drag very soon. I'm literally on the outs anyway. I mean... If you want, we can wait while you go burn everything. <laughs> I'm glad you got my message before the show. I'm glad you brought this up. Is Tony. this an intervention? I don't yes. like this. We I don't like this. Um... Well, I'm quickly not liking you. This has been fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, do you have That's any? Typically, how it goes. Are you ever going to come out to DragCon? You know, DragCon's coming out. Yeah, I am coming out this year. Are you? I yeah. I I've never been to DragCon, and then Alexis Bevels and I were like drinking one night, going, "Why aren't we famous?" <laughs> they were like, "So oh, many reasons." We didn't get dressed up to walk around a convention center. Well. So, um, that's what we're going to do. Well, Dixie Yay. Lynn, I put out a message on Facebook that got very little notice from uh, Chicago Queens. Last year, I threw a very fun Chicago girl party at Precinct on the last day of DragCon, and I'm doing that again this year, and no queens seem to be interested in performing. If you wanted to perform, there is a venue. Um, on Sunday, it'll be the unofficial post-DragCon uh, party at Precinct. It's going to be super fun. So, well, yeah, I'm going to be there till Monday. So, so see, I'm down. then there we go. Uh, well, enough about you. Uh, it's not uh -huh. as interesting as I thought it was going to be. Um, well, but you can only do so much. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but listen, uh, I want to thank everyone who listens to the show, who uh, likes to email me and tell me what I should do. I love, <laughs> you know, it, it means a lot that people uh, in the United States and in other pockets around the world just feel like they can treat me how they how Lucy and Maxwell treat me um, so I've gotten a few emails from people saying why aren't we doing um, an introduction of season 10 for RuPaul's Drag Race um, and my answer to that was well I did it already on the Grizzly Kiki and don't you listen to them I mean so uh, but we'll fucking do it all right, we're going to do a quick rundown of season 10. You're so brave for doing this twice. All right, so <laughs> season 10 is happening. We're going to be starting. Isn't it next week? Isn't it uh, next week? Yes, is, is, unfortunately. Is, like, Holy shit. We get no break. We get no break in between All-Stars and uh, and season 10. Why this, is that? Do you know? Well, I feel like now they're just trying to crank them out. Like now that, now that VH1 has their claws in it and they can see that it's making uh, them a lot of money that they're probably just like let's get it going because there are because um uh the auditions for for 11 have already been out so yeah um i believe that they just uh reached their um due date for their tapes so i mean they're moving quickly um so let's just start uh we have aquaria who's from brooklyn she's 21 uh she's apparently mentored by sharon needles um, she's gorgeous. The she's word, so pretty. The word on the street is sure. like she's literally taking off already. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like she's, she's stunning. She's working a lot already. So I think like I think she is top three material according to the internet at this point. Um, mm -hmm. We have Asia O'Hara from Texas. Uh, 
I'm into this one. I would like. I'm into. I, I watched her meet the queens. I like her. I like a thirty-something POC queen from Texas. There's something real about that. Yeah, she. Um, I I didn't really know who she was, but the moment she complimented me on Instagram, I was like, I'm Team Asia O'Hara. Oh my god! You think I'm pretty? <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Is there any relation to um, Eureka? Uh, they are apparently in some way, I, I think I heard that in some way that they are uh, connected, but they are not connected to the Fifi. I was about to ask, are yeah. they connected to the Fifi? No, no, that was stressed. The Oprah clan. That was stressed <laughs> to me when I was told information about that. They were like, she is not related to the Fifi. And I was like, all right, I didn't ask. Wouldn't um, you say the same thing, though? Let's be honest. <laughs> Probably. No, thank you. Uh, we have the okay, so you know the you know the tea about the girl who went even though she had a DUI to the no. drag, she went to the drag yeah. race. It's a Midwestern girl out of Indiana. She's a young twenty two, and her name is Blair St. Clair. And that brave noble bitch got herself a DUI in Indianapolis, and she said, "Hell no, police! I'm going to drag race," and she did. And <laughs> I think that's. Can I just I just tell you that was an amazing speech you just gave. Like your tones went from like like sharing this got like town gossip secret, and then like you kind of slipped into some Catherine Hepburn, and then it was like a, this like triumphant finale. Like that was it was so exciting. Like I was enraptured that entire time. Listen, like you made me feel things. Just I, that. I love a girl who's like I am down on my luck. I obviously <laughs> have had a real bad time of things, and I get a phone call saying I could be on the TV yeah I'll take my chances when I get back um, well but I mean let's be honest if we're in Indiana <laughs> she's already facing hardships by just having to live there at all it's true so if I had That's a DUI, true. I'd be like finally something happened <laughs> it at least made her interesting absolutely and she's a Broadway queen Broadway and... queen in Indiana <laughs> oh girl you know they're all there oh yeah <laughs> they're listening to the like, I love my fair lady wicked soundtrack every day trying to reach that alphabet note you know <laughs> bitch but I love them and also hate them equally. So, because it's always like, mm -hmm. I'm like, I really like Broadway stuff too, but shut the fuck up, faggot. Um, Dusty Ray Bottoms. You know, I don't trust girls that need to have three names. It's like, it's like actors. Dixie Lynn Cartwright. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like fucking actors, you know, or it's like, oh, my name is uh, Maxwell uh, Pierce Esposito. It's like, we don't care. We don't need to know. Yeah. You know? Well, how do you feel about that Dixie Lynn Cartwright? Um, I have to say, um, I, I feel very confident that people with three names are more likely to not succeed, but be angry about it. I, um, I feel very attacked, but I I also feel a little horny, so are you? I'm confused. Are you the Tony Soto show then? Because that's four words. Don't you think that's more annoying? No, I don't. I think that once you reach the, over the three, it's fine. Um, she is one of five <laughs> New York girls because we can't get enough New York fucking bitches on this show. You know? Why is? Can we take a moment and yes. say that? Why? Well, Why New York? Because the VH1 casting agency is in New York, so they're always frequenting the uh, the East Coast uh, queens and not paying attention on the West Coast. You know, Chicago's got a great scene. It does. So, it does. It really does. And, and I feel like, I've, and we've never had more than one Chicago on one show. We've never had. Like per season, yeah. 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 Um, Except for season four. 
And then, wait, who was in season four? What was that? Fifi O'Hara and the princess were both from Chicago. Oh, yeah, but Fifi wasn't, was she living in Chicago when she, she went to Drag She lived in Chicago for like a month before she got on the show. Like, but she her, was in Chicago. It was like Pearl claiming fucking New York. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like, girl, she you just didn't want to say like bumfuck wherever the fuck she was from. But apparently, the show dictates what you claim your town. So, like, that's what I've heard. I've heard that the show will be like, uh, you have to claim New York, even though, like, you just moved from there or whatever. This is all alleged. I have a lot of people throwing a lot of shit at me. It could be all lies. Um, I love the idea that, like, you get cast on a show and someone's like, you're from Alabama now. <laughs> but I was raised in New York. Not anymore, bitch. Yeah, no. Get out Dusty your banjo. Falls, you're Mexico City now. What? Learn Spanish. <laughs> exactly. Put on that sombrero. Hey, y'all, Eureka O'Hara is back. Whoa. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, how do you feel about hey. that? She did well season nine. She listen, did her, like, well her season. Listen, like, I'm ready to see what she's going to bring. Not only did she, look, she did well before she broke her Achilles, and then she did four more challenges after she broke her Achilles. So, I'm not saying that she didn't do well. Yes. I'm just saying, I think we saw it. I think we're good. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's she's either gonna it's gonna be that or they're just gonna give her a good edit so she's the top three because I, she like toured already I mean look she has an upper hand she's played a good chunk of the game before she left her season so are you fat shaming her oh my god what no what you said I said a good chunk. What you a, said a good chunk of the game. Oh, my God. How dare you? I was like, wait, did I? <laughs> did I? You should did see I how red he is. Say that loud? I mean, I used no. to call her gin, Ginger Minge, and everyone came for me then. They're like, you're just being a fat, phobic asshole. I'm like, okay, I'm going to uh, stop. I'm going to stop. No, I'm being a, I'm Ginger Minge phobic. I'm not a I'm not fat phobic. How dare you? <laughs> uh, we have uh, Calorie Kardashian, Kardashian Williams. Oh, there's, that's a mouthful. From New Mexico. <sighs> and I think she's our first New Mexico queen ever. Congrats. I think she's the only queen in New Mexico. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. <laughs> Right? I mean, if you were like the first Nebraska queen, I would be like, cool. Yeah. The first queen from South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> Barriers. We get it. Montana so queen. So, so we're looking forward to her. So. I mean, Kardashian. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't think I was even much interested in her meet the queen. So I kind of like just tuned out. But. You know, whatever. Um, uh, let's do one more, and then we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Cameron Michaels, thirty-one from Tennessee. That's the hot one. This where is, in Tennessee? This is the hot one. Nashville. This is this will be the oh. milk of season uh, ten, eleven. Where are we on ten? <laughs> the pearl of season ten. <laughs> hot yeah like yeah very sexual. you find his boy pics and you're like oh, just put away the dress i wanted to see it like that the whole time heavily tattooed but here's the thing like i feel like i feel like she will do good but i feel like cameron's thing is the muscle like in her meet the queen she talked about it three or four times in what a minute i'm like all right we get it you have muscles i would 
If I had a muscle, I would too, though. Oh, yeah? Let's be honest. Like, by the time they do the Meet the Queens thing, hadn't they been shooting for, like, 18 hours at that point? Meet the Queens apparently is done at the end of all the promo shooting that day. So you've been been up since uh, probably 5 a.m., getting in the face, and then you're, it's like evening at that point. Imagine being in drag for 18 hours, girl. Yeah. No, you, you definitely have to give them some credit, but why? You know what I mean? Um, uh, okay, listen, let's take a quick break. Uh, I already feel like this is going to be a long damn show. Uh, <laughs> Maxwell just rolled his eyes. <laughs> I kind of just naturally roll my eyes. It's always good to me. have you here. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll finish the rundown, and then we're going to go into the episode of All Stars. Jesus Christ, RuPaul, give me a break. We'll be right back. Uh, RuPaul's DragCon. The most magical time of the year. Fluorescent lighting, poor cell phone reception, and all your favorite drag superstars. If you want to look your best while waiting in line for hours to see Trixie and Shea Coulee, get yourself some Nails by Mossy Makeup. Put in your order for DragCon by April 15th and come visit her at the Tony Soto Show booth this May. Catch her on Instagram at Mossy.Makeup. And we are back with the show. And listen, we have a lot of shit that we're going through today. We are very busy queens um, because I want to give you, my listeners, what you want. And you wanted to hear what we thought about season 10 Drag Race. So we uh, pick up here with the only SoCal California queen on the docket. (laughs) Uh, Miss Mayhem Miller, and she's actually from Riverside, which is not L.A., but damn it, we're going to claim her. Why Why is there such a gross uh, uh, underrepresentation of L.A. queens? Past seasons had a lot of L.A. girls, though. Well, yeah, well, past season, sure, because that's when it was all here. But now that it's like not centered around here, except for the filming... Uh, up in Charles Manson country, it's like they, they're listen. L.A. is so big, and there's so much drag in so many of the pockets in Los Angeles that the fact that they only have one girl and she's heavy into WeHo doesn't mean that there's not like. If you're pulling Mayhem, who I love, she's great. I've seen her perform. She's fucking fabulous, and I think she's, she's really going to do good. really well. But, like, if that's the one you're pulling from Los Angeles, out of all the WeHo girls and out of all the downtown girls and the east side and the fucking valley, it's like, I, I feel like you're not paying attention to what. Or maybe we're just not auditioning. Maybe yeah, I was just going to say, maybe many, nobody's auditioning. Well, explain the neighborhoods to me. Like, it, you have downtown. What are, What is it? So, I mean, it's huge. So, um, I'm in, we're on the east side now. So, we're like uh, East Hollywood, Silver Lake area right now. And then, Would so. Would you say you're moving on up to the east side? I would. I would. Okay. In a simpler group of people, I would. I would go Wonderful. for that. Wonderful. But well, I don't uh, know if the east side is really better than the west side. Well, I feel like I. Oh, you mean the, the as in with drag queens? Just in general. Oh. <laughs> but you know, then we have the downtown girls, uh, uh, which you know I'm I'm on the east side in downtown. But then you have the WeHo girls, which is a territory I know nothing about. Like I don't. I've done drag in WeHo maybe two or three times uh, since I've been out here. So, and then you have the Valley girls, which I don't even know them. 
Oh, and then we have the exposure drag girls who are even further east from oh us. Oh my gosh. So I mean there's huge pockets. So and maybe we're we just have, Yeah. Maybe we're just not auditioning. All right, never mind. All right, we'll move on. Good luck, Mayhem. Uh we have um Bob the Drag Queen's daughter, Ms. Cracker, thirty three out of New York. Are we Love her. You love her? Love her. She's, love her. She does the YouTube thing. She's she has like a review she with does. a Jew. Is that what it's called? She yeah, and she also, like, on Facebook releases videos of her, like, redoing wigs. Like, she's very, like, pro, I want to get drag queen, like, hint, like tips and hints out there. Um, she accidentally, like, favorited me on Facebook. So for a year, anytime I did anything on Facebook, she'd get an alert on her phone. <laughs> and she didn't, <laughs> we've never met, she never turned it, she didn't turn it off for about a year. So every time I did anything on Facebook, it'd be like, Dixie uploaded a photo. And she'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't figure out how to turn it off. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Big Shoes being Bob's daughter. And I had to go and watch her YouTube stuff to see if she was really funny because I was super disappointed with her Meet the Queens. Um, I thought that if you're going to claim that you're Bob's daughter, then you should have been funnier in the Meet the Queens. But... I went and looked at her on the internet. She's very funny, and I think that she's uh, gonna go far. I think she's gonna do well. I agree. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, Monet Exchange. This is the girl who I want to win. I, I like, love her. Yeah, I, do I too. love her. I, I I've heard she's from the Bronx. Um, I've heard nothing but positive things about her in and out of drag. Apparently, she's just the sweetest person in general. So talented, can do anything. She's one I'm looking at. At this point, like, I'm kind of her for the win at this point, uh, as of the Meet the Queens. Um, well, I wouldn't say that out loud, but Monet Exchange, <laughs> uh, I did get to meet when she did Drag Mat here, and she is incredible. Yeah. Like, she is so funny. She's also, like, she's a great performer. She's sweet as pie, and she's so fucking funny. See, I'm excited for her. I'm excited. Me um, too. We have Monique Hart from Kansas City, 33. I okay. I didn't really get anything off of I didn't really get a reading. I don't nice. remember her. What do you think, Lucy? Yeah. I thought she seemed nice. Well, good. Well, we know how far that gets you <laughs> on this a, show. Kind of Ritz of the season, you know? Whoa, those are some strong words. I mean, Nietzsche, take those back. <laughs> um, let's move on to Vanessa Vanhi Mateo, Alexis Mateo's daughter. She was a bit oh, extra. No. I don't think the world's going to like her. She's Did, did the world like uh, Alexis Mateo? Bam! Yes. Oh my Bam. God. I love she her. Was her Instagram got hacked. hacked. I was oh, just going to say that too. By like Islamic uh, fundamentalists or something, right? Like, wasn't like some weird, like, pro Islam. Yeah, I love that it's like fucking Alexis Mateo who is who they went after. A woman who <laughs> literally dressed like a carousel. And they're like, we have to take her down. <laughs> But she did a great Alicia Keys. Oh my God! Did she? Yes. Bye. Like yeah. she did this. No. She did this. A, and, and she spelled she was, douche wrong. She spelled like, what? And she hit on Amber Rose. Like she was funny. It was funny. Okay, okay. I guess I'll have to. She read. was wasn't funny she the one that season, wasn't but... she the one that also like did the American flag thing and was like yes that, that is was, uh, I mean that is America that is <laughs> gay America I love that. 
You know, she, unfortunately, and I hate to I hate to say this, but I think that when it comes to Vanessa, I think that she is because she's super aggressive, I think, and very Latina, I think that's gonna make all the racist viewers super mad and not gonna like her. Um, and that's unfortunate uh, because, you know, it, it's a personality that you see in society, but whitewashing is a thing. Um, the Vixen, Chicago. Yes, queen, yes, boots the house down, work, girl, yes, queen, yes, hot boots. I mean, as someone from Chicago, I have to say, this is this excites me. Agreed. Yes. I love it. I cannot wait to see what she does. Yes. Um, I just have concerns because, oh. uh, the Vixen is an activist. The Vixen is outspoken. The Vixen doesn't back away from a fight or an argument when she feels uh, passion towards a certain thing. And I think that that m could be a bad thing on uh, on Drag Race. I think that... Um, you're worried about what side of the conflict they will paint her on? I'm, I'm yeah, worried about the... I'm is. worried about what the edit will be. Like, I... I I don't want my girl, the Vixen, who I've known for a long time, and to be painted the angry black girl. But I also see that um, it's very easy for the Vixen to hand over the brush to be painted that way. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's situations where she can, you know... I also think... I, I, I agree that, like, she, she has her opinions and she's, like, quick to share them. But, like, I also think... Like and and as like knowing her, perhaps maybe I have a yeah. different experience than people who are just like watching her for the first time. But she's super smart, and like her drag career, truly. And and I, this isn't just to kiss her ass, but truly, like I don't think anyone else in Chicago deserved it at this point last Listen, year. That girl's been taking her. public transit from the fucking like South Side all the way to uh, the well, city to do. They yeah, moved. she was. She moved here. They but moved, but what I'm saying is like I, I from her beginning when she start, I mean, like she's been on the hustle. She's been making her own. I mean, I remember when she would perform at Berlin and her hips were still lumpy, like she didn't quite get the body down yet. And I was like, but this bitch yeah. is death dropping and like flailing all over the stage. I was like, once she gets it, she's going to get it. Like once she gets it put yeah. together, it's going to be on together. And we've had the, we've been fortunate to watch her become an amazing drag queen. But I think that she is so smart about her drag career and it matters so much to her that no matter what edit she gets, she's going to work it to her advantage. Right. I think if she gets a villain edit, I think people will fucking love to hate her. If she gets like, uh, like a hero edit, you know, this activist edit, I, of course we'll all love her. So I think... I'm not worried about the Vixen at all. She's she going rats above. She I'm will do whatever. I mean, she will fucking slay no matter how they edit her. Truly. Yeah. Um, She's incredible. Let's wrap this up with Yuhua Hamasaki. Um, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Where she's from. You problematic fuck. Um, she's from New York. She's another one of the New York girls. Okay. Uh, um, she is apparently mostly known for making clothes for other drag queens. She is uh. a drag queen, but her claim to fame is that she designs and, and makes clothes for other queens. 
I was super. Oh, so she's she's the Darien Lake's husband of the season, right? Hmm. And I would say Lashawn Beyond. And I was super annoyed by her meet the queens, and I'm like, okay, Tony, you ha- I needed to check my privilege and be like, okay, why is this girl so grating to me? What's what's the th-? And, and so, I was like asking around and like ca- talking to people uh, about her, and I found out that she's like, she does like really self. Uh, deprecating um, Asian humor when she's uh, doing drag, which to me I'm Manila like Manila Luzon. Yes, sorry. Yeah, exactly. And it, where it's like, you know, guys, you, you don't put yourself. It's like I don't. I don't think that anyway. I'm not. I, I don't care about this one. <laughs> I just don't care. Good luck, girl. I don't have an opinion yet. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I, don't, I don't have an opinion either. Um, not yet, anyway. Um, well, look, that was our wrap up of season ten. We did it! Yay! All right, good. Yay. You're welcome, America and beyond. Let's go into Drag Race All Stars, the last season. We left an epic night of television. Ben de la Creme threw herself on the pillar and left the show on her own terms making her her own winner and she's thankful for it and she doesn't want you to think it's out of disrespect um what do we think about that exit i mean you could kind of see it coming based on like how she was de-evolving in the competition what what no you don't think it was it was coming I, I think that I think that what you mean by that is how she would always get in her feelings about uh, eliminations and yeah. how to choose that and how she didn't like to do that. Is that what you're talking about? No. Yeah, and then she got called out like by Ross for like not giving 120 percent or whatever. And like, I mean, that's completely understandable. It's a hard ass process, but at the same time, like you could tell that she was just like not wanting to win anymore. Well, she was getting tired. I don't think it's that she didn't want to win. I think that she was winning and she was fucking winning really hard. And I think, and that's what she said when she was talking to Kennedy on that couch that one time. She's like, "Yeah, I'm tired because I'm winning." So when I'm such a winner, that makes you tired. Uh, Dixie, what were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say that like I. No one walks away from $100,000 that they are clearly walking away with. Like, I mean, she was the person to beat. I I, I, I don't buy that this isn't a producer, like, uh, edit. I really don't buy that the producer... I think the producers went to her and were like, Hey, this is Trixie's vehicle. We built this for her. We will pay you to leave. And I think she was like... Oh, that's Noink. interesting. I don't think that Ben would do something like that. He was an upstanding think, dude then. I don't think then. it's sketchy. Like, I don't think it's, like, some sketchy thing, like, that he made some terrible decision. I just think, I mean, they may have approached him and been like, this is good for the show. This is a good edit for the show. Like, I don't, it makes, I don't know. It I, makes more sense to me because of, I feel like, I feel like they're in such tight quarters that that would be, it would get around. It would get around. And I think, like, when we saw Aja's reaction, that was when I was like, Hmm. Like, I don't think that people really... I, I do think that Ben told BB to pull her hair off so she would lose that lip sync, though. I do believe that that was done because uh, uh, 
I know. Rue doesn't hate. Rue hates fucking queens that take their fucking wigs off. And there's no way. And there's no. There's no way that BB. There's no way that BB was going to lose that song to Ben. Ben is not a great lip syncer. She's a campy queen who is good, but she's not a great lip sync. She sings live a lot of the time, Um, and. when we watch is BB, that your phone that keeps going yes out? i turned it off i'm sorry when, i um, love that i love like that who has like who has their phone on actual like sound mode i do like, i'm so an old woman yes so um so uh but here's what i'm saying like i when you watch bb throughout the show she tapes her fucking hair because she tapes her wig to it her hair was not in a wig cap. It was not like, you know, so so my thing, it was like perfectly coiffed. So when she pulled it off, I was like, I feel like she kind of like threw it. You don't agree with me? I don't. I don't. I, I, think, don't either. I, I think BB's, uh, I think, oh God, this is going to be terrible. I, I, I love her. I loved her more before she came on the show. Mm-hmm. I think she's oh yeah kind Go of outdated, home. and I think she deal like she lives in a world of outdated references and gimmicks, and I think she honestly <laughs> thought this was going to be a wig snatching moment. Oops, oh, sorry. Well, I mean, I and mean, also like it comes through in the show that she doesn't watch the show. Um, it's so important. So, but I do she's think that like, Ben throwing herself to the mercy of all the other bullshit, I think that she made a huge mistake bringing back fucking Morgan. Well, <laughs> again, I just don't, I, I don't think, didn't Morgan uh, maybe just I'm cynical. I think producers are all over this place. Like, I think they have a huge hand in this. You don't? Um, I'm going to... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I hear a lot of stuff. So I, brave. I, I, so strong. I, I, I heard that it was a shocking moment. So uh, oh. whatever that means, I don't know if there was someone, you know, masterminding it, but I know that there was legit shock and surprise on that stage when that happened. So, um, <clears throat> but she brought Morgan back, which I thought was a, a, a huge mistake, and we'll, and we'll get to that. But let's get to... Um, the part that pissed me off the most and actually kind of just clenched the fact that I'm over BB in general is the fact that she wouldn't show the lipsticks. Yep. Yeah. So rude. Person was sitting there. Like, I don't even know how to unpack this because um, it's such an obvious I'm a coward and I don't want to piss someone off because I don't want to go home. Maxwell, what do you think? I think it's rude. She should have shown us. Yeah. I mean, unless she's going to... I hope she tells us eventually. Well, the thing is, is if if they got camera shot of Ben writing uh, her name on that lipstick, then there's a camera shot of BB choosing those lipsticks. And I think that's going to be a reunion gag. Who the fuck handed uh, Ben to love that white out? Like, what, like, I know. Like, I want to see that, that exchange. Where well, she's like, hey, guys, you got any white out? I got a, I got a big thing. That's going to be hilarious. I am, I am <laughs> interested in, like, how that all, like, there's such a, like, uh, I so want to just know, like, the inner workings of how the production runs. Because I'm like, how was this shot set up? Like, where was she before that shot? Like, how, how did she get the, yeah, so it's like. You're right, but I, I just really feel like uh, the fact that BB uh, did that, and the fact that 
basically everyone just rolled over. It was super obvious that we live in Trump America. You know what I mean? It was so. Wow. It was such. Wow. It was such like. It was such an obvious to me. I was just, I was just gonna say, oh my god, this is such a Donald Trump moment, and look at all these queens just rolling over and thinking it's okay. I'd be like, Should no, I... bitch. I want to know who you chose. That's how this game is played. Out of respect for Bendela. Fuck you. What the hell does that mean? Like, Bendela just gave up. What the fuck would she care if you showed out of respect for Bendela? So, Tony, what do you think voting for president is is like? What was your experience? I think we had very different experiences. No, 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 no. I'm talking name on lipstick. No, I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about how uh, someone how someone who's completely out of line, who should be doing what they should be doing because it's the rules of the fucking game. And then how queens are just like, oh, oh, you're not going to show it. Uh, Okay. Oh, 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 like, oh, oh you're so not gonna... BB is Trump and the rest of them yes. are America. They, no, America. They're just Americans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I think a gay drag queen of color is absolutely, we should compare her to Trump. Absolutely. <laughs> that is not problematic. Send your hate mail, too. Well, when you take Soto it that show. way, yeah. Dixie.com. And, and if that somehow makes me racist, I'm not sure. She said you were problematic, not racist. Well, 2018 saying someone's problematic is like saying they're racist. racist. We just don't feel comfortable. That's what with it that absolutely word. is. Yeah. I'm like, call me what you think I am. I know what being problematic is. <laughs> you don't need to tell me. <laughs> I know, girl. I know. Oh, well, speaking of politics, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi was there. Yay, oh, Nancy. thank God. Do you think Bibi knew who she was? Dixie? Huh? No. Talking about- <laughs> no one knew who she was. Like, the only person that got excited was Trixie. And she I cried because- and I wanted to fucking... I was like, calm down. Nancy needs to go first and foremost. Yeah. Didn't get excited also? Huh? I thought Morgan got excited also. Yeah, but she didn't cry. She was like, thank you. Thank you for doing everything you've done. Oh, what? Stall our fucking political system? Yeah, thanks a lot, Nancy. Whoa. <laughs> it's time for... Nancy's, she's trying, girl. She, it's time for her to go. If you oh, want to... So, wait for Tony to compare her to Trump real quick. Do you... <laughs> Do you so, at, during the commercial breaks when we watch rag, or Drag Race at, at Sidetrack... I do little trivia questions that are about like the episode uh-huh. and I did a Nancy Pelosi one. Do you want to hear the terrible thing I said? Yes, please. Um, I said, Nancy Pelosi is a Democrat trying to stop our good president from doing the Lord's work. Thank God we're all Republicans. <laughs> what queen is most likely to be a Republican? Is it a milk because of his fragile white masculinity? Is it B Morgan? because she doesn't want anyone who has any good ideas to succeed or is it c bb because she's old and irrelevant (laughs) and let me tell you everyone went with bb (laughs) 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 it's terrible oh my god i mean look i have to give props to um world of wonder i i look the the voting thing and telling these ignorant fucking millennials who don't know shit about anything that they need that there's a website that they can go and they can actually make a difference in the world uh, i think that that's super important i don't know if i mean it's, it's obviously a great get nancy's a great get you know what i mean she's probably a great get like it's like oh we got nancy but i would have preferred a kamala or an elizabeth you know, someone who's actually doing something. Uh, or that woman that got shot in the face. 
Gifford? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just want to see her in HD. Um, hey, I'm going to do the weirdest, You're terrible thing. You're such a piece of shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know how iPhones now, like, you can't charge your phone while you're like on this yeah you're, you're not on even your, on your full juice are you? you didn't even charge your phone before you started this shit did you i didn't know i was gonna be on my phone <laughs> yeah so i'm down to literally one percent you're about to lose me okay can i i'm gonna charge my phone i'll be back in 10 minutes if you want to keep the conversation going i've got terrible ideas that i can bring back with me yeah we're gonna keep it going we gotta <laughs> we gotta keep doing okay. this show this I'm is never back in this has <laughs> never happened before i would like everyone to know that this is why <laughs> i haven't gone through booking her twice before this if i had known <laughs> that this was going to be an issue we would have never gone down this road see you in 10 minutes I know, it's so terrible you won't hear what i think about bb for another 10 minutes i'll be right back God. um keeping on with the conversation then uh the maxi challenge is my best girlfriend's drag maids wedding trip where they will be playing important award-winning characters lucy thoughts on this acting challenge Oh, I feel like Beige Swan was such a missed opportunity, you know? <laughs> like, that's that's the, like, one where you could use pure physicality and make it fucking hilarious. But you, and, know, like, you know what it was, though? Like, I don't know if a lot of people really saw the movies. Because like, I didn't see, like, when, when Chris uh, was giving his critique um, later on when he's, like, um, talking about Kennedy and La La Land. I've never seen La La Land. So I wouldn't know how... La La Land would have acted and something tells me Kennedy probably didn't see La La Land either so to get those nuances would have been really really fucking difficult um, but they had the, the, the five characters Sharon Frockovich the queen Octavia Beishwan Schwan really? <laughs> did I just say that? you did Swan and La La and God damn it. Like, this is why Morgan should not have been brought back. They give her a golden opportunity to maybe actually end that whole person brought back, then they're voted off the very next day thing. She was given the opportunity to cast. Why does everybody keep saying that? Trixie did it, and then the girl on the next season did it. Like, getting kicked off the episode after being brought back isn't really a thing anymore. Wait, Trixie lasted more than one thing? She did, yeah. You are going to Google it or are you gonna, what? You're just going to sit here and say something and then not give the facts? God. Millennials. Um, but this, this, was a, this was a missed opportunity. Lu Lucy, how do you think that... What character do you think she should have taken for herself? For herself? God, see, that's just it. Like, Morgan can't really... <sighs> <laughs> You know, Trixie said it when she was like, I think it should have been, she should have taken Sharon. But also, actually, yeah. I don't know, because Trixie did that so fucking good that I was like, yeah. I couldn't see Morgan ruining it. No, like, <laughs> I mean, maybe Lala? Yeah, I, oh, God, you're right. Nothing. She couldn't have done a thing. <laughs> she was no, doomed. The queen was perfect for BB, and BB played it as BB would. Uh, 
I, I like how BB was like, uh, just because you get to pick the characters doesn't mean you're in charge or that doesn't make you the boss. And I was like, yeah, I was like, that's an insecure bitch right there. You know, oh. like, like you're not the boss of me. I'm so over her. Uh, well, Shangela wanted Octavia. That was meant for her. She was going to get that right out the gate. And, you know, Shangela really plays the fact that she's friends with uh, Morgan. You know, mm -hmm. she's like, ha ha ha, laughing at her not jokes and shit like that. I was like, I see Remember you, girl. When we were on season two together, that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they brought back Nasha Lopez. And she didn't go home the next time? She didn't. Nasha Lopez stayed another episode? I mean, she didn't stay like a lot of episodes after, but she didn't go home after the next one. I can't, I can't remember that. Yeah, she went home first episode, then they sent home uh, Dax and Layla, and then they brought her back, and then Cynthia went home, and then Nasha went back home. Oh, okay, so, uh, so twice. So Trixie and, so well done. Thank you so much. And I think didn't Alyssa lasted more than two episodes. Let's talk about poor Trixie never getting what she wants. <laughs> She's like, you know what? I, I think I really know this girl. That's what an actor would say, too. You know what I mean? Like, she approached, She's like, I think I really know this girl. I think that I could really. She's like, She's like, no, no. <laughs> She's like, you're uh, you're not going to be that. You're going to be something else. It just fucking such a bullshit move. It's such a like everyone else pretty much got who they wanted. Right. Mm -hmm. But I guess but didn't they all kind of want the same part or didn't. I mean, somebody was not going to get what they wanted. Kennedy wanted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I just feel like I don't know. It just seems weird to me that you would have given Lala to Kennedy. You have given Kennedy. Like maybe give Kennedy the queen and give BB beige swan. I would have loved to have seen BB struggle through beige swan. That would have been super fun, actually. I wish she could have killed it. Um, a regal swan. Swan, swan. It's swan now. Ah, it's a swan. Hey, let's take a quick it's break. Swan. Your fingers are perfect. They're beautiful. They look like Linda Evangelista. They're models. Everything about them is perfect. Who stoned those things? Oh, it was Nails by Mossy Makeup. Find her on Instagram at mossy.makeup. Be more than just a pretty smile with custom nails by Mossy Makeup. And we are back with the show. A fucking long one today, everybody. <laughs> I, I'm looking around at my beautiful uh, co-hosts, and at any given point, there's an eye roll or a heavy sigh happening. So <laughs> we're going to try to plug through this and get this show completed because there was a lot. Um, uh, let, Dixie's what back. did I? What did I miss while I was gone? Uh, did, we were talking did any about of Lucy's pets die. We were <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the breakdown of the characters and who yeah. should have got who and who should have got what. I but shit about that. But now we are in rehearsal and the Ross. Matthews School of Overacting. Um, mm. It always looks like it's going to be a shit show during that, right? Like, like, like every time I'm just like, sometimes the acting challenges in Drag Race just give me that nervous stomach because I'm like, oh, I hate to see people do stuff that they're not used to doing. You know, like, 
like snatch game yeah oh god i'm over but the it edits, they, you're right the edits in rehearsal though are much different from what we actually end up seeing yes and i can never tell if it's going to be a train wreck yes ever. and i think yeah. that, i think they purposely make it look like it's gonna be so you're like oh i can't wait to watch these bitches fail because <laughs> let's be honest yeah. let's be honest on why we watch the show um shangela was fucking great dude i honestly think that shangela is gonna win if shangela too. doesn't she, sh- she should yeah, and she should. She absolutely should. She's been playing the game right. She's been entertaining from the beginning to the end. She's been consistent, and um, I, I, she, this is just her shit. Like she was, she was. We were talking about how um, I think that she played up her friendship with uh, Morgan a little more to make sure that she locked in that role of Octavia by laughing at her jokes that aren't funny. So um, she was. She's smart. This girl. This girl is smart. Uh, BB. BB, BB is put off that she was the queen. Like, why is she so new to the party that she's fucking boring and not interesting? Like, because why she didn't watch any of the shows before? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's that might be part of it. Got since her season, <laughs> Wait, what? yeah, she doesn't know like what happens now. Like, she she's still in season one mode. Like, she's waiting for someone to put Vaseline on the fucking camera. <laughs> she's standing by. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, no, and honestly, I don't think that she can take a note. She cannot take criticism. She cannot uh-huh. be told that she's wrong. Because uh, every note that Ross gave her, there was a look like, are you serious? Like, like you're giving me a note? It's like, yeah, bitch. Uh, let's see. Trixie, of course, was great. Like, Trixie was the most apprehensive about going into this. She didn't get the role she wanted. Um, she didn't want to wear brown hair, everybody. Um, oh. Which I guess I can get <laughs> First world problems I was like I don't want to wear brown hair um, <laughs> The fire department but you, the street you, is so loud Do you loud. wear brown hair Tony? I have I have I think two brown wigs Yeah I, I wear brown but, okay. but I like to be blonde Because I'm Latina Ah uh, yes, yes We like to be blondes um, Oh Morgan more. Oh, I, I just wrote Morgan Oh, Morgan. Remember when we forgot about her? Let's do that again. Uh, no. Fucking Morgan. Girl. Yeah. The, the fucking, oh, wow, you are method. That, when, when she came, well, first of all, when she came out the first time and she just, like, was doing whatever she was doing, and then the second time. Her inclination was to start hissing at everybody. <laughs> I didn't oh, quite understand. Her. And then she was literally like, no, that's what geese do if a human <laughs> comes around you. If a human comes around you, a goose will hiss. I'm breaking character saying words to you now. Let me get back to hissing. I love that. I love that she's like, this is geese. Like, this is what this is about. Yeah. I know what geese do. Yeah. I don't know how to triangulate. All I, right. I am a goose. Um, <laughs> I just know that that whole rehearsal process was probably terrible because, you know, this is one of those situations. You're giving notes to a person who probably has no theater background at all, like, doesn't know. Oh, it was so painful to watch. But they're not a thespian. They're not carrying a card in their wallet. They're not. That proves they're that they're a thespian. That's right. They are not doing that. Um, 
think that like having been on the show or having seen the show and you don't know how to do those things, it would inspire you to maybe take a class. Like, I don't know, Shangela took a sewing class. We showed what her, that did. She, yeah. she did try. You know, like it's kind of one of those did things. Like I were wanting to actually apply to like RuPaul's Drag Race if he was suddenly like, oh, I'm going to accept Kings. Like use a sewing machine. I would learn. Like I would learn the. You'd basics. learn how to do makeup or put together an outfit. Like you would. You would learn it. I mean, know? I would actually try. You know. Yeah. I want my sewing <laughs> machine, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I love that it's like when when we when you record in the living room and I can just see it sitting behind you, uh, in a cover that I didn't own. I was like, she never touches that thing. Uh, let's talk about the getting into face chatter. Um, because I, I like the fact that they are talking about how they're perceived by the general public. Like, that's interesting to me to know, to, to hear drag queens talking about what fans might think, might, uh, think about them or, uh, you know, their impressions of them as characters or as, you know, boys on the street and Trixie has dealt with a lot of actual like backlash of being a little i guess pretentious maybe um when it comes to other, um when it comes to other queens yes like there she has a reputation of being standoffish around other drag queens and everyone knows she's not a hugger when it comes to fans so she likes to have space between her and the fans as well but i appreciate trixie because I have to live my old man truth, you know? Like, if I was thrown into this situation, I would be very much like Kennedy. You would realize that I am a grumpy old man. Like, I am not someone who likes to repeat themselves, or, you know? Yeah, they- but, but Kennedy's funny. You know, <laughs> so you have to keep that in mind. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, I will keep. <laughs> she is. She is funny, by the way. And I love Shockingly her this season. So. I love her this season. Me um, too. But, you know, it, it, and, you know, Morgan confirmed the fact that Trixie is considered grand in that episode, uh, Dixie. So if you paid attention, uh, you would have I, known that. I didn't. I was working. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, is that the only time you watch the show is when you're at the sidetrack? Yeah. Oh, my. That, yeah. So you watch and it I, once? I, I'm so yeah, jealous. Well, I mean, sometimes I'll watch it when I'm getting ready the next week just because I do miss a lot. Uh-huh. But. Yeah, usually that's the only time I watch it. Oh, my God. I've literally been watching All-Stars like three or four times now because there's so much time between the time it airs and the time that we record. So I'm like, well, I want to <sighs> know about it. Um, uh, let's see. What else happened during the week? Oh, this is where um, Shangela tells BB that she's bougie and BB tries to uh, convince us that she's goofy. When have we ever, ever seen BB be goofy? I don't know. Maybe do, she do you think she funny. knows what goofy means? <laughs> or do you think maybe she's she just a, like maybe sure, she got a goofy confused with bougie? You know? <laughs> maybe she's just in on her own joke and just doesn't think that everybody. No, else stop time. giving her credit. Yeah, don't make her smarter. Don't See, this that. is this is the thing too. I never like it when people try to like you know uh, make a smart queen out to be or make make you know it's like a dumb thing a queen does a smart thing. It's like nah. I don't think they're in on the joke. I don't think they're making the joke. I don't think she has a clue. Um, Morgan likes bringing the girls on stage at Mickey. Oh, that's not important. Who cares? Oh, 
you know, let's talk about this. This is this is something that speaking of Kennedy. I thought it was super fucking eye-opening for Kennedy to be like, I'm tired of being the second thought. And I have said it since her season, the drag con um, that was after her season, I remember it really well because I've I've known of Kennedy Davenport for a long time. She's a legend and she should be treated as such. Um, After her season of Drag Race, when she was top five, she had no lines. No one was trying to visit her after her season of Drag Race um, at DragCon. And she did well. She performed well. And she's iconic. So, and now for her to be like, you know, I go to all these meet and greets, and I'm literally the last person that they're even thinking about trying to get a picture, and then they're, so they're rushing at the end to get it in. Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for Kennedy, because I'm hoping that being on All Stars opens her up to a, a wider audience, because she's super talented, she's funny, and I think she's great. Thoughts on Kennedy? I love uh, her. I saw her at Mickey's, and she, like turned everything upside down like literally she was upside down and then I was like so dizzy from watching her I felt upside down and it was so good did you see her recently at Mickey's no this was when Kim Chi first performed there it's like two years ago now but it was I mean I'm sure she could do the same things now yeah it was crazy Lucy what were you gonna say Oh, I I have a cloud of darkness surrounding season seven you know I feel like that's the darkest season of of RuPaul like why just, I thought it was terrible. I thought it was a terrible season. Season seven was a bad season, yeah. I yeah, like really and I thought season six was also in and out for me. See, I love uh, Bianca Del Rio and Ben De La Creme and Adore Delano. Like, I liked season I guess six. it did give us a lot of, of people. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, I feel like this season of All-Stars, like, has completely changed my opinion of Kennedy, and now I absolutely love her. Yeah. Yes. It was, it was like, like, you know, our jazz. It was like us with Jazz Masters. Like, it was like yeah. we, we had to see more before yeah. we could make see the our... real Jasmine. Right. Yeah. Oh, Jasmine Masters in her car with her phone right below her chin, telling everyone what she thinks. She's an icon. She's going to be at uh, Queen Kong this Friday. So, if you're in LA, come out to Precinct uh, for the Boohoo's party, uh, Queen Kong, because it's going to be cute. Um, we had an abbreviated runway this time, guys. I hate those. Why are they doing those at the end, too? That's so rude. Yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah. I did watch the extended one. They do it because now they have extended ones that you can watch online, you know, because content, content, content. It's so oh, fucking annoying. Oh, she watched them online. You fell for it, girl. I did. I did. Well, look, I love fucking uh, Shangel- Shangela's look. Like, the thing inflated and deflated. That was some fucking cool shit. Um... <laughs> Uh, and what was what was it the uh, what was the theme of it something red right well yeah, obviously it was, it was I think just you have to wear red red uh, well we saw the final piece what did we think of the final piece yawn yeah you weren't it a fan was so bad I was this episode could have just not happened like if they just didn't bring Morgan back like just didn't bring anybody back like. And just skip right to the four. It would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, all I got out of this episode was I le- like baby less. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I, I mean, the overall final production, I was like, I had no interest. I wouldn't have seen that movie. Dixie, what'd you think of it? Um, This episode for me, like, I agree with Lucy. It made me like baby less. I felt like that did a lot. But it also, I've never been Team Shangela. I admit that, 100%. Um, but as consistent as she has been, 
I really enjoyed her this episode. And so for me, it brought me closer to the winner. Yeah, I think so too. I, I just, you know, that I immediately, once it got poopy, I was like, I hate this show. Like I, like once they were doing that fart thing at the end, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, you lost me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what? Well, I mean, it was clear they were trying to do as you know a parody of bridesmaids with the yeah. the Indian food thing. They lost or, me there too. Lost me there too. So when she shat in the middle of the street, I fast forwarded it. I was like, well, this isn't funny to me. Like I don't like. I I have been very vocal on the Tony Sutter show that poop and farts aren't funny to me, uh, and I would just assume you have shame. So about how many those. times have you shit in the street, Tony? <laughs> oh my God! In the nineties, who now. knows? So many. I shat I shot my pants in front of a Walmart Express on Broadway once. Oh my God! I know that I know that Walmart Express. Yeah, yeah. it's still open. I sat north of Addison. <laughs> yeah, I sat down. No, 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 no. The one, the one in Lincoln Park. Excuse me. <laughs> the one in Lincoln Park. I, um, I called my mom because I didn't know what to do, and I said, "I'm walking home. I don't think I'm gonna make it." And she said, "Sit down. Sometimes that helps." And I was like, "Okay." And I think it just put my body in a place where my body was like, "Now is the time." <laughs> Well, we're gonna move what on. What did you do? We're gonna. We're no. We're not finishing this story. I live, I live two blocks away. So oh, my, okay. my boyfriend came and got me because I'm, I'm, I'm beautiful even when so I'm. So you're just sitting in your shit. mess waiting for your boyfriend to pick you up. You're disgusting. In front of a Walmart Express. <laughs> Tony, that sounds like a date you've been on. I'm sure. Were That's... you in drag? No. <laughs> Um, uh, but when she's in drag, it is shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to the critique, shall we? Uh, they thought BB needed to be bigger. Good luck. Good luck getting out of it. Wasn't it fucking funny that Aww. she was like, I think the copying accents is rude? Like, what kind of shit is that? Um, like copying her accent? That, well, no, she was, because they were like, uh, we would have liked to have seen you have, like, or she was like, you know, people want you to do accents, but but sometimes that can be considered rude. And it's like, um, girl, this is theater, bitch. Like, just fucking use the, so try to. Well, and, and the character she's doing, yeah. We, we lost just her. lost Dixie. Just so everyone knows, <laughs> her, phone, her died again. phone died. So we're going to keep moving uh, along. <laughs> well, and also, like, she was basing a parody like the parody was off the queen of england yeah. like that was the character yeah you know and when you're assigned a character you play the damn character thank you lucy thank you yeah for that. yeah you tell him lucy um <laughs> like she lives in britain now uh shangela uh she was great trixie was so fucking good um mm -hmm. <laughs> and then uh, let's see like Kennedy Morgan and BB deserve to be on the bottom I know but you know what I think that it was a cheap read about her highlight on her nose Miss Kennedy yeah I feel bad for Kennedy like, she was definitely like in the, the middle three like she should have been like that dead middle because I wasn't upset about her performance I mean but also I didn't know the, sh the movie so I didn't know how far off base she was to me I was like I think she's fine yeah um, let's see. Uh, so Trixie and Shangela come out on top, everybody. Like, this is kind of the show it's going to be. I think that these two, it's going to come down to them in the end anyway. So, um, and, um, 
they went back to the back and they were talking and they and, and I thought that it was a really interesting uh, that now we can finally get to the part where fucking baby doesn't watch Drag Race <laughs> <laughs> oh this is the part oh my god it's like why do I put together an outline um sorry it's just it's so fucking funny and people are kind of like shady to her about it and I was like I'm not mad about that I'm kind of not mad about her not knowing Drag Race I feel like if you're gonna come back on and do All Stars you should do a little research to know just what's been done already like that's just it like it's good to know so that oh week snatching is not such a great thing to do at this point you know yeah, yeah. no why would you not do your homework uh, exactly. so stupid no, or at least say it like why would you show up and be like oh I've never watched this show before yeah that because 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 we brought up how she looked like Ornacea which um uh when she was like, I don't know that. But then right out of that, it's so funny because like the two oldest uh, queens there got real old in the same time because she was like, what's that? And then Kennedy's like, they're going to make a meme about you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And they were like, I love that so much. <laughs> you would like that. I love that so fucking much. Now I'm going to call them memes. <laughs> I call them memes. I call them memes now. I was just going to say you love that because you did that. I call them memes now. I am. I will say, uh, and it's so funny because since it's happened, I've said it many times. And you, it's so funny when you're in a group and you know who the Drag Race watchers are. Because if you're like, you're like, oh my god, did you see the Mimi, uh, the Stormy Daniels Mimi? And everyone, some people are like, what did he say? And then the, the, the racer watchers be like, <laughs> Kennedy didn't know. <laughs> You've been running with that all weekend, all week. I have. Yeah, I live a very full life. Life. All right, shut up. Those jokes, all <laughs> um, of my life. Um, uh, let's see. I and, and the thing is, is like it's just like BB. So they they all split up, and they were all talking about how they should stay. And Trixie's like, "Can you tell when she's talking to BB?" And she makes a joke, and she just doesn't get like, "Can tell me why you where you went off on this whole fucking thing?" And she's like, "Oh no, girl, no, no, no. I, she's not in on the joke. That's what I'm telling. You. Like that's proof." That she's not in on a joke. She's not a funny girl. She is top four. I mean, is I that the new norm, by the way? Are we going to get a top four for season two and two, lip sync and lip sync? Yeah, I feel like the I lip sync for the legacy is going to be a thing. I hated that. It's an interesting structure because, uh, you know, you. I think that I think RuPaul had trouble watching three people lip sync at the same time. And so she was like, I need to simplify this. I can only watch two at a time. So we'll do that twice, you know? Um, but then she let us vote. Does she? Yeah, the, the whole thing was supposed in. to. I mean, definitely feel like the votes come in and they might like factor into her 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 decision. But ultimately, the decision is RuPaul's. Like all the other judges on that panel, what they say and how they feel doesn't fucking matter. Well, they all lip sync there at the show too. The three of them one at a time. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Well, well, listen. When we when we when we come down. Oh, Dixie's back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Dixie. This has been the most interesting show I think we've ever experienced with a guest. <laughs> um, usually, it's, usually it's us that's in and out. Today. So uh, let's get to where uh, let's get to the lip sync. Um, was there any question that Shangela was going to win the lip sync? I'm tired of the, the the stigma right now that's going around about that fat suit, saying that that's the only way that she would have won that lip sync. Trixie is not a great lip-synker, y'all. 
She'll be the one. She'll tell you that. Like, there's no yeah, way. Yeah, admits it. Yeah. She loves telling people that she sucks at lip syncs. Yeah, so we go buy her music. <laughs> so it's like, so it was like. Well, to, some of us do. Like, I didn't understand. Uh, I, I just didn't understand the backlash for the fat suit. I also didn't understand the context of it. But, like, what was it somehow involved in that music video? Or, I mean, I really don't know. I'm asking. I don't, I don't I don't think it was related to anything, to be honest. I think she was just, like, trying a gimmick, which was fine. The thing that, like, really surprised me was the Facebook backlash. And I posted a status, like, a few days ago, and I was like, guys, we have enemies outside of our community. Let's not, like, fucking fight over a fat suit. Oh, yeah. Like, within our own community. Which then immediately had bigger queens saying, skinny girls can't tell me what to be offended by. Listen, outrage is the new normal. If you're not mad about something, you're not living. And it's so fucking irritating. And that's what I mean. Humor is gone, everybody. Humor is gone. Well, not only is humor gone, but after Shangela won that, so is Morgan. Morgan was voted off. And this is what I have to say. This is what I have to say about this. It would have been a tougher decision had they brought Aja back. You know what I mean? That would have been an interesting decision to watch. That would have been something because like if anyone, Aja didn't deserve to leave when she left and she played the game just as long as those other queens up until the point she was eliminated. So bring Were you an Aja fan? Like were you an Aja fan during her season? You know, I feel like uh, I don't think I was I think that I liked Aja. I feel like HD was super hard for her on her season so I think like whatever her performance was it was super you didn't pay much attention to it because you were just seeing how she was looking on the show unfortunately she needed yeah. to be on All Stars and I think she fucking rocked it because I mean I think All Stars like truly more than anyone else jump started her career again yeah I was not an Aja fan she actually during the premiere night I, she was the punchline of all of my jokes. Oh. I had to rewrite everything because she was so fucking good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was the punchline. Literally, there's, like, video they took of me trying to do a punchline. I was like, fuck it. She's too good. Bye. Yep, there you She's, go. Well, yeah, it helped her a lot. I was happy to see Morgan go home twice, though. I mean, small miracles, I guess. You know, it's like you take what you can get. Um, uh, well, next week, y'all, we find out who is going to be the all-star. So, um, And they all come back. They all come back. Oh, yes. there's a. They all come back, and they're going to – I think that's the reunion. I think that's going to be the reunion aspect, right? Oh, yeah, because yeah, they probably like They on. had, like, all the eliminated queens, and then, like, each of the, like, different ones left. Like, it seemed like there was some sort of – Maybe interview oh, or sure. like, you know, yeah. It's like Survivor, I think. I think it's gonna be like Survivor in that way where they have to be like, I choose you. I don't know how it's gonna I work. wish I read books. I haven't read this book, The Hands Made Taylor, whatever. I know. They have a it's on a, it's on a moving picture show. You can watch it on the T V. It's on a Hulu girl. <laughs> What? Oh my God! Um, oh. Guys, this has been an interesting show, to say the least. Dixie, uh, you will go down as the one-time only guest. Um, I, I <laughs> I've really learned my lesson here. Uh, <laughs> why don't you tell everyone where they can find you, what you're doing, all that shit? 
Oh, sure. Um, so you can find me every Wednesday and Thursday at Sidetrack. Wednesday, we have different kinds of nights. Beyonce nights, Wolf Wednesday, which is like sexy men in leather. And then Thursday, we watch Drag Race, which is just super fucking fun. Um, and I'm all around in different weird places. And of course, on Facebook and YouTube. Thank you. <laughs> is that under Dixie Lynn Cartwright? Uh, no, it's under uh, Nicole Page Brooks Jr. So make sure to check that out. <laughs> oh Jesus! It was nice having you on the show. Uh, I'm, I'm when I go to when I go to Chicago, I'm gonna check out Sidetrack. Who knew it was cool? I didn't know. It's Where? actually super duper fun, and I'm gonna come see you in LA, bitch. Yeah, listen, honestly, we'll talk and see. Um, people don't say, think that uh, you can perform. Can you not perform? Are you not a performance queen? We no, talked, we talked about this on a break when you were gone. We were like, we don't really think you're a good performer. You're only a host. Is that true? Are you a one-trick pony? I'm an incredible host. Um, I can perform if I have to. So looking <laughs> forward to it. <laughs> All right. I want two numbers. Uh, Lucy. That is so not what I said, bitch. <laughs> You are a bitch. First of all, she didn't know who said it. You're the one who outed yourself. Wait, you said it, Lucy? <laughs> no, I said I know you're a host. <laughs> I didn't know if you performed or not because all I've ever seen you do is host. It was her dead cat retaliation, just so you know. Okay. Well, you can see me do things on YouTube. How dare you? <laughs> no, I'm just where saying. You search, where you search cat videos to fill the void. It's true to search my name. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lucy, tell everyone what you're doing. Videos? Lucy, tell everyone what you're doing. Um, actually, this weekend I was cats. It's <laughs> Someone cut off her mic. <laughs> Just hang up on her. <laughs> um, I was reserved early on to do videography for Jeezy's Juke Joint this weekend. Oh yeah, it's gonna be amazing. They've got the amazing, amazing, amazing Miss Tony Elling coming uh she's a legend in the burlesque world tons of other amazing performers it's the black burlesque review it's the only one in the united states for african americans or any other kind of black people um but yeah it's gonna be killer every single night is she wealthy it's this icon is this legend wealthy i don't hmm. i just I always doubt. wonder because you know I just don't think you make money doing burlesque. I find no, these, all no. these icons, and I'm like, what? Okay. Uh, well, good. Is that all you're doing, though? This weekend, yeah. She booked me all the for the weekend. All right, girl. Well, look yeah. forward to that. And where is it at? Where is the GZ? Are the, the, the tickets available? Promontory. Promontory. The what? The Promontory. Where's that? Hyde Park, girl. I know. There's actual neighborhoods outside of Boys oh. Town. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Maxwell. Um. I'm just going to be making tacos. <laughs> That's all I got going on. Oh, my God. I hope you leave so immediately. Exciting. So brave. I have to go to the grocery store to get stuff to make tacos. So, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Listen, if you guys are, uh, oh, what am I doing? Um, you can always check me out on the Gay Power Half Hour every Thursday, available on iTunes with my co-host, Casey Lai. Um, I don't think I'm doing any. Oh, I am reading to children. Uh, this on the 18th on the 18th I'm going to be uh, reading to uh, doing drag queen story hour and for the courts 
did the courts lift that injunction? They did. I'm free to go about my regular business. I just think it's you so cute so how to read. Um, are you proud of that, Lucy? I'm so glad. <laughs> um, okay, I can't really pull up where I'm going to be, but you can find that on uh, my Facebook, Tony Soto's a Drag. You can find out all the shit that I'm doing around LA and the SoCal area. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Venmo me at the Tony Soto Show anytime you want. This has been great. Next week, y'all, we got Jiggly Caliente for the first time on the Tony Soto Show. I'm so excited. Wait, am I Jiggly Caliente's opener? Wait, I'm adding that to my resume. One moment, please. Oh, my God. Please hold. Until next time, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.